social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. It is Friday. Hey, today's a great day at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Why not pop in? You know, Easter's next weekend. They'll have all their uh, specials for Easter, especially the Wandy trays and much more. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street, easy to get to, right off of the highway. And remember, they also have the most delicious calzones, all different kinds, pepperoni and cheese calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, sausage and pepper, spinach pies, old-fashioned pizza strips. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, made famous for their Let's Go Brandon Donuts. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Pop in and see them today. Make it a great day at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Well, it is Friday. It is April 8th. And, folks, uh, it is the John DePietro Show. Again, visit the website, petro.com, constantly updating it, all different kinds of stories, original video. Uh, we're getting a lot of play off of, you know, obviously Governor McKee and that kind of a meltdown that he had just the other day in front of the media that, for whatever reason, I think he kind of intimidated the media they didn't play up on that as much. But then also, you can also uh, see, if you want to see that, the uh, we got a hold of the video of Water Place Park. I mean, it's just brutal. And also, I communicated with a family member, get an understanding of what took place there. It is just horrific. Uh, check it out. It's all at the website, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Centerdale Revival Comfort Food Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. I want to start off with this uh, very disturbing story that is still evolving. Um, these, uh, these individuals that were portraying themselves as members of Homeland Security. So I don't know if you had heard about this, but um, two men were impersonating federal officers, trying to dupe agents, including members of First Lady Jill Biden's Security detail. Let's pick it up. This is the uh, piece this morning on the uh, Today we Show. About yesterday, we're learning more about the two men accused of impersonating federal officers to dupe agents, including a member of the First Lady's detail. Officials revealing an arsenal of weapons and other equipment discovered inside their apartment. NBC's Kristen Wilker has the very latest on this one. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi, Hoda. Good morning to you. This is really something. The two suspects, both U.S. citizens, have a virtual court hearing today as the investigation intensifies into their bizarre alleged plot. The FBI says their plan started to unravel last month after an unrelated incident raised red flags. This morning, key questions remain. What did these two men want and how were they able to dupe some of the nation's top law enforcement for so long? It's the Secret Service scandal stunning Washington this morning and raising questions about the First Lady's security. Two men charged with posing as federal agents for over two years, Arian Taharzadeh and Haider Ali, appearing before a judge Thursday after allegedly convincing several Secret Service agents they were Homeland Security officers. Prosecutors say Ali told witnesses he has ties with the Pakistani intelligence agency, which the government has not verified. According to an 
affidavit, Tahar Sadeh is accused of providing Secret Service agents and a DHS agent lavish gifts, including rent-free apartments worth over $3,000 a month, iPhones, a flat-screen TV, surveillance systems, and a drone. How could U.S. Secret Service agents and perhaps other federal agents fall for this scam? Did they understand they were being scammed? Is this about greed? Four Secret Service agents have been placed on leave in connection with the investigation, including an agent who had been a part of the detail to First Lady Jill Biden. Ugh. Three senior law enforcement officials confirmed to NBC News. The White House declined to comment on the investigation, but stressed the safety of President Biden and the First Lady are top priority. As far as uh, the President and the First Lady's uh, concerned, uh, the truth of the matter is, uh, in this day and age, uh, we take their security very, very uh, seriously. FBI agents raided the two men's luxury apartment building Wednesday, where a federal prosecutor revealed law enforcement discovered Ali's passport, stamped with visas for Iran and Pakistan, huh. as well as weapons and police equipment inside, including a loaded Glock 19, sniper spotting equipment, body armor, and at least one drone. Neither Taharzadeh nor Ali have entered a plea of guilty or not guilty, and prosecutors say they should be detained until their trial because they are a flight risk and danger to the community. Now, that virtual court hearing today will determine whether the two defendants will continue to be detained. As federal authorities investigate, the Secret Service is conducting its own internal review. It's had to grapple with several controversies in recent years, and this undoubtedly will renew focus on the protocols of the agency responsible for protecting the first family. You know, th this, is, um, <clears throat> that's, that, this is frightening, folks. And it also, regardless of who's in the White House, this is a major problem. With secret. Why are Secret Service agents taking a free apartment? Yeah, you can live there. 3000 a month, and that doesn't raise a red flag? Whoever these individuals are that were duped, uh, we still don't know the motive of these two individuals, but they certainly seem like spies in some way, or who knows what exactly what was involved with this whole thing. We don't know. Now, folks, more terrible news overnight. Deadly train attack. In Ukraine, 30 people injured, uh, killed, over 100 injured. This is another example, and there's a good piece in the Wall Street Journal. Part of Putin and Russia, the reason they're doing these atrocities is to try to completely terrorize these people, break their will, frighten them, uh, to get people to stop fighting. So it's all part of why they are committing these war atrocities. So it's, it's deliberate. It's part of their game plan. It's not like just some, some rogue soldier. So again, let's go to this uh, deadly uh, attack at the train station in Buka. A new mass grave has just been discovered. We don't have that many details. Officials say they were all civilians. They believe about 40 people are inside. And they say so far what they're seeing is that every civilian died a violent death. This morning, a horrific attack targeting a railway station in eastern Ukraine, one of the main exit points for civilians fleeing west. This video showing the immediate aftermath. Over 30 people killed, more than 100 injured, including women and children. This comes as Ukrainians are bracing for the next wave of attacks in the east of the country, where Russian troops are preparing for what's expected to be a major military offensive in the coming days. Officials warning civilians there the window to evacuate is closing. And speaking at a meeting of NATO foreign ministers in Belgium, Secretary of State Blinken reiterating America's steadfast support. There's a greater determination than ever to stand with Ukraine, to shore up and revitalize the international order that Moscow is trying to upend, to bring to bear even greater costs on the Russian government, to ensure that people are held accountable for their crimes. Meanwhile, in the towns surrounding Kyiv, where Russian troops are completely gone for now, they've left evidence of atrocities here in Bucha. Officials say a new mass grave discovered right here in the shadow of a church. And uh. in Bordianka, officials say this morning they have no idea how many bodies are still buried under the rubble. Marina shows us around the city center there. She says after this apartment building was bombed, 
They could hear screams for days, people underneath urgently pleading for help. But she says the Russians shot anyone who tried to rescue them. Hi, I'm Molly. At her house, she introduces us to her daughter, Olena. Nice to meet you. I know these soldiers, she says. They're Chechens fighting for Russia. I was so worried they would come and rape her, so we hid her under piles of clothes. So that if the Russians came... You would be safe. They wouldn't see her. The soldiers came, searched their house, but didn't find Elena. We're also learning more about the horrific injuries suffered by Fox News reporter Benjamin Hall, talking for the first time about his recovery. His vehicle hit by shelling near Kiev last month. Posting on Twitter this morning, Hall says he lost part of one leg and a foot on the other. One eye is not working and his hearing is impaired. But the married father of three says he's pretty damn lucky to be here. He also paid tribute to his colleagues, veteran cameraman Pierre Zhuzhevsky and producer Sasha Kushinova, who were killed in the attack. Now, going back to that attack on the train station, uh, Russia denies hitting that train station. But, guys, this was really oh. a hub. This was the transit point. <laughs> they always deny. Fleeing the war in the east, oh. the violence in the east, to make it safely to the west. We understand that thousands of women and children, thousands of civilians were sheltering there overnight. Of course they were. You know, a lot of times the people are, are, are staying at the train station. I had met uh, this reporter from Turkey who had no place to stay, so then people end up just staying at at the train station hey folks i also want to address um last night i was doing facebook and this person who normally i guess had followed me for quite some time started this whole thing of uh and again i know it sounds ridiculous for any logical thinking person but she was uh posting and insisting that it's fake and there was someone sitting up and moving in a body bag and blah 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 just see it it's it's online I have no idea why people do this other than to just get the clicks and then they make money off it. But there was a protest back in February, um, I think in the Netherlands, where a number of climate activists, they part of the protest, they, they were all laying in body bags. And that as a reporter was doing a report from it, one of the people unzips it and gets out. So someone lifted that clip and said, look, this is what's going on in ukraine and and what's frightening is that people actually believe it so uh, the reason i'm telling you is if on this friday if you're communicating with someone or you know someone and they start telling you about the body bag so someone one of these whacked websites they took that video they pretend that they're talking about uh ukraine and and it was really just protest activists i believe it was in the netherlands um and the people that uncovered that it was fake, they were able to piece it together. But there is someone, lo- you know, and I'm sure there's more. There's, these people aren't alone, but they're so adamant. And they know, and it's all fake, and they saw the video, and none of it is true, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, and, and I don't know what to make of these people that have gone far into the conspiracy stuff. And, and you would think that when you see the video evidence and you're seeing the atrocities in your— I, I thought that you're seeing this stuff. And then this woman, you know, turned into, again, this whole thing that uh, I was lying. I wasn't there. Those were all actors I was talking to. They were all crisis actors. I mean, I, I'm just going to say it, it borders on mental illness that people actually believe this stuff. Um, and they may be uh, husbands, wives, sons, daughters, coaches teachers I, I i don't know about teachers but you know they employed seemingly norm quote whatever normal is members of society but they they walk around with these deranged thoughts someone that thinks that they're that i mean this woman that believes this stuff it's it's crazy i don't i don't know if we're even supposed to say that anymore but that's that's not rational that's not a, a rational reaction to be insisting on that it's all this conspiracy stuff. And what, what, I, what I find amazing is is how much trust they put into these untrustworthy news sites, you know, stories that have no name attached to them, these websites, news stories that they've never heard of. But they're so intent uh, that they, they want to believe that it's true for whatever unreason escapes me. But they're out there. So if you hear of someone mentioning, oh, no, it's fake, the body bags are fake. You know, the same thing I mentioned the other 
the other day, Sean Hannity totally blew up the Tucker Carlson, that bioweapons lab thing. Notice Tucker Carlson has not talked about that bioweapons lab stuff since. Now, he was kind of walking the line, threading the needle, saying biolabs, but people take it as bioweapons labs. And it, it, it's not. Sean Hannity the other night was saying and, and talking about what anyone that has followed the story and, and knows history was with the Budapest Agreement, Ukraine agreed to give up their nuclear weapons, and they signed it along with Russia, along with the United States, and along with the U.K., on the condition that if something went wrong, that the United States and Russia and the U.K. would step in and help them. But it was right there. At no time did Sean Hannity say, and as we know, there's bioweapon labs. And yet there are still people that believe that. That was Russian propaganda put out at the very beginning leading up to the war. And I did. I, I started getting it right away. I, I still don't think the people that believe that stuff, they don't even realize where it's, if it says the Russian Ministry of Defense, that's not a credible news source. That is Kremlin propaganda. Some people, it's a while ago now, but they, they were sending me things. Look, this is from the Russian Ministry of Defense. Why on earth would you believe that? They are pathological liars. They are the experts in misinformation, disinformation, propaganda. You know, they, they, they're the ultimate. Do you believe me or your lying eyes? They, they are the ultimate. Two plus two is five. Just create doubt. Um, and, of course, they deny their atrocities. They deny that the Russian troops were even there. Another common thing is people say, I've been talking to someone in Ukraine, and they say none of this is going on. It's all peace. There's no war. They won't say what section of Ukraine. They won't say how they know someone in Ukraine. This woman was claiming she has family there. She doesn't know what section they live in. I don't believe it. It's all nonsense. It's just more lies. There's a lot of people, and I don't understand the motivation why people, they, they're so vested in these lies and propaganda. They, they would rather be 100% vested. Maybe it is a reaction, a mental breakdown reaction, possibly coming out of what happened with COVID. It could be. I'm not sure exactly what to make of it. But when people start saying that these are, it's all fake, it's crisis actors, when you put on the news, all the reporters are lying. All the newspapers are lying. All the television stations are lying. Folks, do you hear how nuts that sounds? How absolutely lunacy, paranoia, mental illness, craziness. Everyone in the world is lying except for this unknown website that they found. That's the only, uh, and, and they're so adamant about it. And you can't tell them otherwise. And they, they, they can't answer any questions. I don't even think they can answer why they believe it. Or even why they want to believe it. It's um it's definitely a phenomenon. It's not a lot. Um, sadly, it's more on the right than the left. And there are like those those there are a couple of members in Congress that voted against taking any type of action against Russia. There's something wrong with someone like that. Like I've said, if there's someone listening right now, and you're very comfortable and say, "Yeah, I'm rooting for Putin." That's the thing, rooting for Putin. Yeah, I'm with Russia. I, again, there's something wrong with you. Don't you understand? You're, you're with murder. So unless these people would have been comfortable seemingly supporting Hitler during World War II, that's what you're supporting. And if people feel that way and feel comfortable with that, is it really worth having a conversation with someone like that? Someone that accepts and supports and enables, in a way, evil murderers? It doesn't, it's not rational. It's certainly no one that you'd want to have any type of um, and any any long term element of communication relationship with really even to know. Uh, and there are people like that, that it's just after a while, there's there's something wrong with them. And I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but these people that everything is made up, everything's fake. Everyone in the world is believing them except for them and this website that they found that has these stories that says that it's all fake they're all crisis actors and blah 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 i'm not sure how to uh, there's nothing i could say i know that there's nothing i could say that could convince them otherwise folks this portion of the program on this friday stop in and see our friends at brood awakenings discover the brood difference 
is two in Johnston. Pop in and see them also. Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, Bald Hill Road, and Warwick. Right now, breakfast sandwich, lunch, delicious drinks, everything fresh, comfortable chairs, big screen TVs. You'll love, love and discover the brew difference. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- 272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, Call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. Question of the John DePietro Show brought to you by Realtor Pat Elston. Call Pat today. 401-474-5253. There's a link right directly to her on the website, dipietro.com. Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland, 20 years experience, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Pat services all of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Contact Pat Elston today, 401-474-5253, and you can find her right on the website, dipetro.com. DePetro. And also, uh, we're going to talk with some more people. Now, again, coming to you, and on this uh, Wednesday, I believe we should be live on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Oh, good. And, uh, and everybody, and Anna, our translator, all right? We have an English-speaking person, so it's Fantastic. Oh, good. Now, uh, what is your name? Tanya. Okay, and it's it's sensitive. And where are you? Uh, where are you from? Uh, I am from Kiev Oblast. And uh, what can you tell us about? Uh, how did you end up here? It, it'll pick you up. Okay, uh, so on the twenty first, of course, uh, around uh, five forty in the morning, we heard uh, like bombing. We heard just explosions, and uh, we. we can you tell us um, where? in Ukraine, like what, what part of the country? Is it north? Is it east? Is it south? Where, where is your town located in, in the country of Ukraine? It's uh, like very near to the capital of Ukraine. It's uh, near Kyiv. It's Kyiv region. It's in the north of Ukraine. So tell us what happened on that morning. Uh, uh, at first, it was, it was like a regular day. Uh, and uh, of course, we were, were you were you gonna go to work? Uh, I was gonna go to the groomers with my dog. The groomer with your dog. Where is your dog? Take him. Uh, uh, part of my family stayed in Ukraine, and only me and my brother went uh, to Poland. What's his name? Vlad. Does he speak English as well? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Why don't you sit next to your? Um, and what's you, your what's your relationship? We have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. yeah. You're needed in something like this. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to take, this is interesting, you're going to take your dog to the groomer, and all of a sudden you hear the bombs start going off? Oh, no. Uh, it was in the, in the night, like uh, 5, uh, so 40 a.m., and we were asleep. But the next day we were going, we were going to have just a regular day, like we had plans. Uh, parents were going to go to work. I was going to go with my dog to the groomer, and like... Yeah. Uh, what, what were you going to do that day? I'm just, got, yeah, go to school. Yeah. Regular. You go to school? Yeah. H- how old are you? Uh, 15. 15. Okay, so you go to high school? Uh, yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, so then what happened? Uh, everyone was just asleep, uh, but uh, we were all alarmed because on 18th, uh, we heard rumor that Putin was, was trying to start a war on 18th, but nothing happened. Yeah. A lot of rumors building for a while. Yeah, it's been it's been going on for a while, uh, and uh, everyone was kind of alarmed. 
but uh, the moment we heard first explosion, we like we got up very quickly, started packing our uh, things, and and we escaped to a village where was like it, it was better in the village. It wasn't bombed yet. Uh, we now, what what about your the rest of your family? Um, all of my family escaped to the village. Did. Yeah. So you just had to leave your home right there. Yeah, we packed some things and just left on our car, like, uh, this instant. How, how loud was it? Uh, it was pretty loud to, to get everyone, loud. like... Do you have any video? Uh, no, unfortunately. But so go ahead. On the first night, uh, our uh, city wasn't uh, really bombed re really hard. Uh, but uh, today, in Vasilkiv, it's our city, Vasilkiv. It, it is, like, very destroyed. And uh, a few days uh, later... Uh, one of the buildings that is really close to our building, it was uh, shelled. A bomb, uh, bomb, bomb like uh, hit right into the center of it. Yeah. Holy cow! It was very scary. I, I don't understand like how are we gonna go to our city, like our hometown, because uh, everything is different now. Like uh, one uh, educational institution was bombed, uh, a school where my friend uh, studied. In that school, people were hiding in the basement, and 13 people were killed. Oh my goodness. Anna, what's your reaction? I've heard something about Vasilkiv, because Vasilkiv is one of the most hot spots right now, one of the most dangerous places. And it's like two military bases in it, and yeah. we, and we and live like really close to it, so our house is probably not going to stay for a while. Leave this place. We decided on the spot, like when we heard first, first uh, explosions on 24th, we escaped right away. We took some uh, things and escaped to the village. Then, uh, like, we heard some uh, uh, planes and bombs, like, passing by the village we were staying. And the next day, we escaped to a far, far more place, like uh, to Cherkaska Oblast. Yes. And we stayed in Cherkaska region, like, for a while. for maybe 10 days or more and uh, then yeah in Cherkask Oblast it, it was pretty safe but uh, the thing is our parents started worrying very much because of uncertainty we don't know what's gonna happen next we don't know if we can survive there anymore because of uh, economy stuff and everything else so our parents were very worried and they uh, like they pushed us, they urged us to leave, so we left today. They stayed, they didn't want to go, because uh, it was in the village they're staying, it, it's pretty quiet, uh, but uh, there are nearby villages that are like shelled every day. It's like Uman is near uh, Cherkasi, they have sirens very often too, so... But they couldn't leave because they have a grandma here, and she is weak. And my, yeah, and my father can't leave because he's of military age. And my mother, she doesn't want to leave them like two people, my father and his mother. So she stayed too. So it's like uh, husband and wife and uh, grandma. So they stayed in the village and we left. Now, what about your friends from high school? Where are all of they? Have they stayed or is everyone leaving? Some of they them just scattered around Ukraine and uh, different countries. Some I have two friends have, so yeah. in Romania, some, some friends in Poland. Yeah. Who, do you want to say hello to some of your uh, friends that may then watch this and see this on the Facebook stream? Who do you want to say hello to? Uh, I want to say hello to Vanya Perverzio. Vanya Perverzio. <laughs> Who else? Name some of the kids in your class. We'll see it eventually. Very close friend, but he's uh, not my um, classmate. He's just my friend uh, uh, Timofey Fanta and Arsen Kalashnikov. <laughs> and what do you say to them? I mean, this is, um, and again, folks, it's the John DePietro show. First of all, your English, both of you, is excellent. How did you learn such good English? You're YouTube. almost as good as Anna. First you too. YouTube and First screens. of all, uh, like basic grammar in school. Second of all, YouTube memes and everything else. Because uh, pop culture boosts your English really well. Wow. It's better than just school education. Yeah. Now, so is, I just want everyone to understand this. So are people 
are, are you were you hiding in the basement of your home because the the bombs are going off outside? Like, where are people hiding? Uh, people are hiding in the basements. Uh, uh, some of them are hiding in homes, like in between uh, two walls. I think you know the rule, like uh, the rule of two. In between the walls? Yeah, in between the walls. Like uh, some people, they run to the basements. But the thing is, uh, in Ukraine, like 90% of basements are not specified for bombing. And a lot of people, like uh, hundreds of people are stuck because uh, some houses are like destroyed. And they are under the pieces, and under the ruins. And some people die. A lot of people die in the basements because they are not uh, like built well for bombing. You know, when I was in Israel, uh, everyone has a bomb shelter because of what they deal with. But obviously not everyone does. In America, they don't, except for some of the nuts. But certainly in Ukraine, you would not. Now, Anna, who's our translator, I'm just curious what stands out to you We've heard different stories. What what about their story stands out to you? I mean, their story is really their story is really similar to mine because, for example, my parents uh, are still in Ukraine in in a small city in the Kharkiv Kharkiv region, and also uh, my grandma as well. She's sick, and that's why they can't they can't move. leave they can't leave the the, the country. So. I really feel you guys because my situation is the same. <laughs> but I'm really glad that you are here because at least yeah. you are safe. And uh, do you know what you are going to do next? Uh, where, where do you go from from here? You know, you just arrived. Take us through. When did you get on the train to where where we are right now? We got on the train uh, last night at 12. At was, it, was it crowded? Uh, yeah, it was pretty crowded. And midnight? Midnight, yeah, at midnight. Uh, there were like four, four uh, buses. We went there by bus. Four buses of people. Like, and they... Uh, yeah, they rushed uh, here. So we got here like at noon, maybe. We not so good. 11 o'clock. 11, maybe. In the, in the morning. And is the train, families, children, dogs... But no stuff. Except for men. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No men. Now, what about your friends? Who is some of your friends that, you know, you suddenly had to say, I'll see you whenever? Like, suddenly everyone is just fleeing their home. Yeah, last night I had to say uh, to my close friend that I'm just leaving the country. And it's weird. Because some of my friends stayed in Vasilkiv. Some of them stayed in Berdyansk. It's uh, occupied, right, occupied, occupied right now. And I'm, I'm very worried because uh, sometimes uh, the connection can disappear and I, I can't hear from my friend. And some of them are under like shelling because one of my uh, friends is in Warsaw and they didn't have food like for a week. I don't know what's going to happen next. Some people are dying right now because they don't have food. Yeah, right now. Because it's not safe to go out. Problem right now, yes, because a lot of people in Ukraine they are staying there. Are like bombing and shooting just civilians everywhere. People are creating green corridors and Russians are shooting them, so people can't leave. Like. So it's, you you can't just go to the store because the did you could you hear or see any of the Russian soldiers? You just heard that they're doing. Uh, we were very lucky and safe because we escaped the regions that weren't uh, occupied yet. So we could have food and everything, but some of our friends couldn't have. Like, basic needs, they couldn't meet them. Yeah. How, how would you describe when you hear, you know, the shooting or the bombs? Now, do you play video games? Does it sound like that? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a lot more scarier than the video game. Like Call of Duty? It's more scary than that? Yes, definitely more scary. And is it, is it all times of day and night? Uh, usually at night, um, day is uh, pretty calm and, I don't know, safe maybe. Sometimes sirens go out, but nothing special. Uh, in places like Kharkiv, Mariupol, Uman, yeah. it's throughout day and night all the time. Like, we can have sirens three times uh, an hour. In just crazy. And then you never know if it's real or if something's really going to happen. No. Sometimes sirens uh, go off late when the bomb already arrived. Sometimes they on time. Like, we don't know. It's very, it's hard to predict what to do. What do you think of your president, Zelensky? Well, that's a very interesting question, but I think he does a great job uh, inspiring people. 
Yeah. He's really brave, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's right there. He did not leave, as Anna said. Other people, you've had that other leader that left. He is. He's not leaving. He's going to stay here to the end. <laughs> He's awesome, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Do your friends, does everyone like President Zelensky? Is he what we would say badass in America? Yes. <laughs> He's the real deal. Uh, my friends, before this thing happened, the war, uh, my friends didn't really like him, what he's doing, but as soon as uh, all the action started, uh, my friends started, and I started to really appreciate what he's doing, respect him, yeah. Now, where do you, where do you go from here? You want, you want to go home, you want this to end so you can go back to your home, but what, what happens now? Uh, we have some relatives in here, so we go into the train. <laughs> it's going to be a difficult trip. Yes. Where are you taking the train to again? Schetzen. Uh, Schetzen. It's on the border with Germany. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm Yes, I've been there. Oh, okay. What can you tell us? I have relatives there. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, good. It's going to be a full night trip. In We have no sitting places in the train. We, we need to stay. When you stand, stand the whole night. Well, well the these tickets are free, yeah. They are. But the the I would mean, little children and some of the women, so you have to kind of suck it up and stand. Yeah. Do you do you know of some older boys in your neighborhood that are staying to fight the Russians? Uh, Eight, if you're 18, you have to stay and fight. Yeah. I know couple but uh, they just stay in the city and not in the territory I know a guy uh, I know a guy who was uh, volunteering before war he was very active like uh, he has a very active position and he always wants to improve the town we live in so it was just natural to him for go and help the uh, military so I don't think he serves in the military but he helps like volunteering with uh, food with supplies and stuff yeah Terrible. How much do we hate Putin? He's terrible. He's evil. Describe it. Can't describe it. He's insane, but I'm not going to swear, but he's insane. Please don't. We're live on the radio. (laughs) I'll get in trouble back in the United States. I'll be end up with you on the train if you start swearing. Just kidding. Uh, Anna will be getting me. But the the thing is, he needs to be stopped. Um, This was not, you know, he has put out false information in America. Oh, no, he'll be welcomed in Ukraine. He is not welcomed in Ukraine. The Ukrainian people want the Russians come in. No, they don't want them to come in. Um, Have you ever heard of Hunter Biden? Does that name mean anything to either one of you? I didn't hear, haven't heard about it. There are some people in America think he's behind this whole thing with Putin. He's not. They're, they're crazy. He's not. Uh, to be honest, I think the situation is very difficult. It's not only Putin. Uh, like, some of people have agendas. It's not only Putin. And the situation is escalating around the world. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, people have to be very careful with Putin. Because any crazy, any, like, bold moves can provoke him even more. And we don't want, like, uh, any nuclear bomb in here. We want to survive. No, we don't want a nuclear bomb. We're very close to the border here. But you guys, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Can you say your names one more time? Tanya and Vlad. But see, you are, where I'm jealous is you have a, a tough young leader. We have old, slow, they call him Sleepy Joe. And he has to take naps. And he doesn't remember where he went. Oh, that's who's leading our nation. <laughs> he would be sleeping through the bombing. Yeah. Like so, our older people, too. Like, my grandma didn't want to go to the basement. She wanted to sleep when, it, when the sirens uh, came It's too difficult for her to yeah. go down here. Yes. It's difficult for the older people to get down in the basement? Yeah. But that must be tough. Aren't they worried they're going to get hit or there's just nothing you can some of them feel like uh, uh, if they die, they die, you know, like they're too old and they don't really care if they live or not. Like some of them think it's really the end of the world right now. Like, yeah. Like it's well, listen, the Ukrainian people are tough and you have our support. Notice my two flags, blue and yellow. So, yes. Um, but listen, the world is with you. We're on the right side of history. We must defeat evil. 
You have a good leader. You have a very good leader. You have the best leader right now in Zelensky. We have an old, tired leader. He's tired. He can't remember. But we'll, we'll rally. Well, listen, you guys are terrific. And again, your English is great. Anna, anything else you want to ask them before we let them on? Uh... Yes, I mean, I, I was going to ask you, like, are you, I mean, I am in the same situation as you because my parents are there right now in Barkiv region. And uh, is it safe, uh, I mean, is it safe so far for your parents? And are you worried? And are you in- honest thinking of going back? <laughs> uh, for now, my parents are staying with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been uh, 13 days already, and they haven't had any difficult situations yet, no danger. But uh, the thing is, the scary part is that uh, we know that uh, this war affected economy really badly. Like not only Russian economy, but also ours and American too. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's very scary. So we don't know uh, what the future will bring. Is it going to be long or is it going to be short? Like uh, so, we are worrying. We are worrying about our parents and friends who stayed in Ukraine. We need to send Vlad and his friends in to take care of Putin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we, go ahead. What we Are you going to to come back after after the war stops? Well, it's a very difficult question because I read some information from the UN and their statistics say that 80% of people who are refugees they don't come back. So we don't even know if we're gonna come back or not. But would you? Would you? Uh, I guess we would. Yes, we would. We, would, we wouldn't want to leave our family here alone. We would be. It would be. Oh, it's your home. Yeah. Anna loves Ukraine. She wants to return. see her friends again. Yeah. I want to hang out with really. You want to go to the junior prom? You have <laughs> 15, right? Yes. When do you turn 16? Uh, in December. Next December. Can you start to drive in Ukraine when you're 16? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drive our people. I guess. Yeah. Like, he is a badass. <laughs> I guess uh, you can start driving a car in when you reach 18 in Ukraine. It's uh, a bit uh, later than in, than in America, yes. So, to sum up, I guess if there is a place to come back, we would come back. Well, listen, both of you, um, we are with you. Um, I want to give you my card. If you could just hold that just like that. Just because then you can drop me a note and uh, we'll let you know how you can watch this. Isn't on his English as well? I'm so impressed at, um, at how good. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Perfect. Suddenly I cannot. Hold on. Folks, everybody bear with me. And again, we are uh, live. Hold on. Where's my. Okay, here we go. Hold on, Vlad. And I'm going to give it to you, and we can uh, watch this. And again, folks, we're listening to the Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Excellent. And again, folks, uh, it is very, very brave. What does that mean? I like that. Is that like just glory to Ukraine? Glory to Ukraine. Oh, I love that. So, a lot of pride. A lot of pride. Um, all right, good. All right. Thank you very much, you guys. Okay. Good luck. All right. And there's a hi there. Oh, are you with them as well? Oh, okay. How's her English? This is nice. It's like a road trip with the friends. Not really, though. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. So, well, it's better than my Ukrainian. I'll tell you that much. So. Time to improve Ukrainian here. Yes. So many refugees. Yes, there are. There are. And it must be tough. Uh, as you said, you know, I'm very struck by that. You, 80% of refugees never return. Yeah, they stay in the places they go to. Like, uh, of course, uh, they want to, but a lot of them are ashamed because they feel a sense of guilt. They left the country that was struggling, and they had their life well. No, uh, they had a great life. What is she looking for? Uh, we don't know her. Yes. She's looking for his. Uh, he's. Oh, she's looking for his. Uh, sorry. Your kids. Keys. Oh, she's cute. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. All right. Good luck. All right. Look for Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster. For your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 
688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. You're listening to The John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Friday, and folks, I am coming to you right now from Ukraine. We have finally made it in. It was not easy. It's taken some time. I am getting acclimated. I'm not sure how long I'm uh, going to be here. Obviously, safety is a concern. But uh, so far, obviously, you can only imagine uh, military presence in a war zone. Heard some explosions uh, and shooting a short time ago. But we're going to try to remain in a, in a safe spot. It is um, as much as we have been on the other side. And by the way, I will have video up on the website later. But I did do a Facebook Live stream just a short time ago. So you can see me in um, in Ukraine. We made it over the border. It was quite an ordeal just getting over the border and uh, coming through. What also throws me the amount of, um, they, you know, the legion is what they call them, the people that are signing up, uh, foreign fighters from all over, and they have an area where they gather. So we're going to find out. I'm not sure how long. I'm going to go around somewhat. We're talking to a number of different people people that have been forced here and also these are first-hand accounts of people that had their homes bombed out uh i can tell you though heavy it is such uh, a stressful atmosphere people on pins and needles as you can imagine um wondering just you know when the next bombing spree is going to be this is is big right now with what's going on with president biden in and in fact the um in the, the NATO meetings in in, uh, in trying to rein this whole thing in. So I want to just take an opportunity. I want to thank uh, the great Jeff Gamach and JR and everybody that's helping me put together this broadcast. We're going to patch it together. It is not easy on the go because of the, the time difference uh, and also just the element of, um, well, various things are, are difficult to, to put through as far as Wi-Fi. Uh, as I was coming through, from Poland to Ukraine, the computer system went down, and it was, it doesn't sound like much, but there was a line, and then they pulled me out of the line, Only, but it was, it was at the very moment that I got up that the computer system went down, and I didn't trigger anything, but it was, it was an odd moment where suddenly they're, they're motioning, and then the guard comes over and literally pulls me out of the line, uh, and it was just because of that. The other people for whatever reason, I, I think they were Ukrainian people going back in. And so, therefore, they, they didn't need the computer assistance that they needed with my passport and everything to, in uh, in, in essence, to put to um, get me in the system and go through. But we um, have successfully made it uh, here. And I want to thank uh, Paul Manville, John the Roofer. I want to thank uh, the Coesedin, who we continue to thank, who is just fantastic. Uh, folks and I mentioned the lodge I have so many people we um, you know I didn't want to build up expectations too much this this was the goal I can tell you it was very very challenging this is the hardest thing that I've ever tried to get done because of language barriers because of well obvious things uh, a lot of different reasons you can imagine plus the element of uh, we are broadcasting you right now from a war zone I want to thank um, member Ron's pastry gourmet and Propane Plus, call them today for all your propane needs, 401-885-4209. Of course, our friend at Coogan Heating, it's Coogs, 401-732-6562. J. Perry Paving, boy, they could use him over here. I'm looking at some areas as I am speaking to you right now that caught some some uh, blast. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. 
I also, boy, I have some stories to tell John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies with the long guns are certainly out as soon as you cross into a war zone. And again, folks, don't forget our friends at the Cuisin Inn and uh, Brood Awakenings, the Brood Difference. Stop in and see them and support them. I can't thank this uh, group enough and John Hazenwhite and Dr. Harrop and, uh, and of course, Enzo and Sports Pub. Dana, they're going to have March Madness going. And uh, my friend Marie at It's My Health who uh, I'm going to need to see her because I'm a little depleted energy-wise when I, whenever I get back. But the big news, again, we have made it into Ukraine. We are coming to you right now as you're listening. I am in a war zone. And it is, folks, pretty dramatic. As you can see up ahead, I can see some maneuvers and uh, military exercises. And um, it's, it's, um, it's it, I, I don't know. It's, it, this is a tough one to even describe. I was going to say the Quonset Air Show, but that's just an air show. But... Um, it is, um, it's like nothing else that I, I have seen, and it's it's just such more of a tinderbox than uh, where we were across the border in Poland. So, all right, a lot more ahead coming up on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401 885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, Good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a, a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Marie at It's My Health, because it's your health. But It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in, you'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, Spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. 